I was on a call this morning with a friend and he in the past couple of months was having a really great time, was flying high. Things were working, you know, his personal life, business, just everything was flowing. And he had this bravado, this swagger that not explicitly said, but I've kind of figured it out now. From now on, it's smooth sailing, you know, ah, I'm good. I have all this free time now. Everything is automated. Everything is operationalized and into whatever I want. And he was telling me about all these plans of cool new stuff he's going to do because his life is so, you know, figured out that now he can do all these fun projects because he has all this extra time and all that. And at the time that he was telling me this, you know, and this is somebody I have a long history with, I was both loving that moment with him and for him because it's beautiful when you feel that way. And I was thinking the last five times, 10 times that he's gone to that moment, I was giving big speeches. I was kind of like grumpy grandpa going, well, you know, don't get too comfortable and life is, you know, and things will pop up and blah, blah, blah. And it's sort of a bummer. Like nobody wants to hear that shit. And people I find are not going to change their way when they're not ready for it, right? So again, it's very different when I go, oh, I think I figured out everything. Hey, Ramin, I want your advice. Can you double check on this? Can you poke holes in my logic? That's a very different setup than when I'm like, let me tell you about how great everything is. And all I want is for you to see my greatness. Then for you poking holes is not going to do anything. I'm not going to change. So the last time this happened, I was just having fun. I was just being happy for him. There used to be a time it would have made me angry because I'd be angry that he's wrong. He doesn't see it and he doesn't want to hear it. And then I would get frustrated that when the things would happen that I told him, like, I'm like, why am I, this is so wasting my time. Why am I having to go through this again and again? And in his case, he would also oftentimes like complain to me that I didn't scream that critical feedback to him louder. He'd be like, you told me, yes, but you have to be more forceful with me. And I would be like, dude, this is not my job. This costs energy. I, it's not my job to scream at you. When you get defensive, you don't want to hear it. It's not my fault. This time, I didn't feel that way. I wasn't feeling frustrated or anything because I was just happy that he's so happy right now. And I was like, yeah, and if things don't go well later, it's part of life. He'll figure it out. There's nothing. There's no tragedy here. So let's just like enjoy and applaud his great time right now. So we're talking this morning and he goes, motherfucker, you know, like the last few weeks, everything collapsed. This problem in the business, this problem there, this problem, like all these different kind of problems. And it was saying, and so often I keep hearing your voice, like all these times where you tell me, keep it simple, one thing at a time. Don't overbloat all these processes. Just don't avoid these kind of problems. Like he's like, all the advice that you give me, just kept hearing it. And I'm like, motherfucking Stelly. He's right. Motherfuck, bitch. I hate him. And he was laughing. He was in a good mood and had good humor around it. And then he was saying, you know what? And I was, the other day I was thinking, you know, this is it. The universe, God is testing you. It's just throwing not one thing, just everything at once breaks. All the problems that were not happening for months and months and months, now all of a sudden they all happen in a span of like two weeks. And, you know, this is a test and let's hope I'll learn from this and hope that next time I don't make the same mistakes and I'll kind of like evolve beyond this. And I was telling him, I don't know, I definitely had moments in my life, I think we all do, where we think like, is this a test? Is the universe personally conspiring against me? You know, we've all had this. More often than not today, I don't believe that's true necessarily, right? I believe we can see it that way and then it makes it true. What I was telling him when we were talking about this is that 
this will never end and it's not a tragedy. It doesn't mean that the kind of mistakes that you're making today, you have to make for the next 10 years. At some point, it's going to click because you really want to learn and you're going to grow and you're making these mistakes just like I made them until you're ready and it clicks and you internalize it. Right? It's one thing to understand something logically. It's another thing to have internalized it and be able to live it. Right? This great Byron Katie quote, something along the lines of unlived realizations are powerless. How many times have we realized something about ourselves? Have we understood something about ourselves? But we haven't been able to live it. Yeah, two completely different things. They're completely different things. Like, I understand many things, you know, but to do them is not the same thing. Most people that have drug problems know exactly what's going on. I was watching this uh, YouTube channel now that I've been sick for a week. It's a very cool channel. It's like the white, dirty underbelly of America or something. It's this very famous photographer. I think like dude that's made like, you know, Apple commercial pictures and like books and art galleries. I think a uh, accomplished photographer that has his studio in LA somewhere close to Skid Row where all the drug addicts are. And he started a YouTube channel where he takes people kind of at the lowest point of society and he interviews them. And then he takes a picture of them, a portrait. And so we're talking heroin addicts. We're talking corrupt cops. We're talking prostitutes. We're talking, you know, all sorts of people, homeless people, people with mental illness. He does a really beautiful job letting those people speak and share their story. And you listen to these people for like an hour and you really like it opens up again, the humanity in all of them. And one interesting thing when you watch, and I've watched a number of them of these like drug addicted people, they all know what their problem is. They all know. The problem is I'm running away from my problems. I had these childhood traumas and I don't want to deal with them. And when things get overwhelming or I get stressed, I need something to cope. So I go to drugs. This is not a way. It's not solving my problems. It only makes everything worse. It's ruining my life. And the way to deal with it would be to figure out how to cope in better ways and be more honest. Just like all of us. And you know, it's so enlightening to see people that don't look okay. Yeah. That look like, you know, a street homeless, mentally ill drug addicts and see how crystal clear they know what's up. They know it's not a mystery to them. Knowing is not solving anything. That doesn't mean they can live it. They can't actually live it right now. Sometimes something happens, it clicks and somebody that's been a drug addict for a very long time or it's hit very rock bottom can change their life. But it's not the knowledge that fixes it. Like there's something, it has to be internalized in a specific way where you can now embody and live it, execute on it, where you have the skill of executing that knowledge, not just the information in your mind. And a lot of times we can only execute knowledge that we have lived through ourselves. We can read things and then we can tell others about things. We can give speeches, we can sound really knowledgeable, but being able to execute it under difficult circumstances, it's not possible for most people unless they've gone through some experiencing, you know, making mistakes, fucking it up, feeling how it feels to deal with this because we are emotional beings with thoughts, not, you know, thought machines with emotions. So anyways, I was telling him how knowing this is good. And I feel that he's on this path where it will click when the time is right. And then he won't make these mistakes and then he will make others. And it's fine. It's like the quote in one of Kazanzaki. Is this Kazanzaki? So no, maybe it's another book. I don't know where that quote is from about the prophet. Something along the lines of how do you recognize the prophet? The prophet is hopeful when everyone is 
hopeless. And he turns hopeless when everybody is hopeful. Why? Because the prophet has figured out the great secret that the wheel keeps spinning, right? That the wheel just keeps spinning. Things go up and down, left and right, yin and yang, good and bad. And there's times in your life where things are super smooth and then times where it's rocky. It's like being a sailor, or a captain on a boat and like being like, wow, now the wind is smooth. The sun is shining. We figured out the ocean. <laughs> From now on, it's smooth sailing. This is going to be the rest of our, you know, year long trip on the And then it's like, no, like the weather changes. So we all have this hidden yearning sometimes to finally at some point arrive at a level where we won't have this anymore, where we are wealthy enough, rich enough, our children are old enough, a house is paid enough, our garden is beautiful enough. We are wise enough. We are wise enough where once we get there, then I won't have to ever face the struggle again. Then I'm going to be beyond this. And in that idea, that idea holds a tremendous amount of struggle in and of itself. Believing that or hoping for that is going to drive tremendous suffering because anytime struggle happens, you're going to now not just struggle, but suffer on top because you have guilt and shame and anger for, and resentment for why is this still happening, right? What am I doing wrong? I thought I was better than this. I thought that this was in the past. I thought I did all the things right. Why am I still unlucky? What is the world? Is the world a bad place? And that's then the suffering part of it. That's like one of the things that I realized when doing the work, the four questions, you know, is it true? Is it really true? How does it feel when you think that thought? And who would you be without that thought? When you go through that process, a lot of times what I realized is that the most stressful things about when crisis happens or when things go wrong is never the thing. It's always the thoughts about it. Like if I wake up in the morning and I feel really exhausted because I had a terrible night. That's one thing. Then the thought, why the fuck am I still feeling this way? Why am I not sleeping well? Why is this still happening to me? That is the way more stressful component of the experience, not just how I feel. And oftentimes I would sit down and I would write some thought I had about some struggle. And then I'd realize, wow, if I just let go of that thought and everything else stays the same, that thought is so stressful. A lot of stress is gone. It's sort of timely in that we're here in Greece and it's about to be my birthday in a couple of days. And a bunch of people are flying in to town to have a birthday thing. And then I get uh, sick, you know, and I had a terrible night last night. Really terrible. <laughs> really terrible night. But I'm not saying that I'm feeling good. I feel sick. I don't feel that great. But I am free of thoughts that would make me suffer right now. I'm not like, why is this happening? I spend all this money. My brothers come all this. You are here done. This is such a big birthday. I don't have any of these thoughts at this point. And so I have no suffering added to my physical sickness because it's just, you know, it is what it is. It'll be what it is. We'll take it one step at a time. I don't know. That doesn't always work that way, right? Many, many times I do have these thoughts, but this could be a situation, especially after last night, because yesterday I thought maybe if I sleep well and then tomorrow I feel really good, the yada, yada, yada. And then I had the worst night and I could easily see myself wake up and be in terrible mood. But because that thought couldn't latch on or didn't bubble up or wasn't 
present and manifested. I'm just incapable of being in a bad mood today. I'm just like feeling sick, but uh, it is what it is. And now that I can't go out and have great food and get drunk, I'm going to have you and my brothers do it and just send me videos and pictures, right? Coming back to my phone call. So I'm telling him, this is a struggle. You had a great time. Like the wheel spins. You had a time where things were of great harmony. Now there's a bit of rocky water. Enjoy it. Just let's not forget we're all a bunch of kids playing on a playground. And don't be like, oh, why haven't I figured this out yet? One day I'll be beyond this and I'll never. No, like you'll always stumble. Life will always throw something your way. You're never going to superhuman, like, you know unlock all the superpowers of this game and just be on a different level. But if you cannot forget that there is no striving towards a version of life of yourself, which does not exist, where you would not go through struggle, no matter how good of a person you are, no matter how smart or wise you are, no matter how fit you are, no matter how healthy you eat, no matter how many books you read, no matter how good your sex life is, no matter how good your family life is, no matter how great your business is, if you have everything perfect, you will still struggle. You'll get sick. People get sick that you love. You'll have an accident. Things will happen. Something will happen. You're alive. You're going to have problems. You know, as Zorba the Greek, you know, said famously in the book, life is when the his boss says, I don't want to get into trouble because he doesn't want to go and court the village widow. Because what do you mean you don't want to get in trouble? Life is all about getting in trouble. Life is about unbuckling your belt and looking for trouble. You know, that's the meaning of life. So it was nice to then like laugh with my friend. And, you know, we were talking about both extremes of the pendulum where at times it swings to one extreme and he thinks he has this like overly bravado of like, I figured out everything, sunglasses on, sipping on a espresso, I'm the shit, nobody can touch me. And then it swings to the next level. He's like, you know, his hair is all a mess and he's from the life. And he's like, oh my God, I have to fix these persons. And it's like, none of these extremes are true. And the sooner we realize that, you know, life will always have its ups and downs. And when the ups happen, it's all about enjoying them without, I think, trying to make the up the new version of constant life, like this illusion that, oh, now how it feels right now, that's what it's going to be for the rest of my life. Not holding on to that. Just like when things go really bad, not getting, not torturing ourselves by going, why is this happening to me? This is the end. Oh. It's because I was having too good of a time at the high or it's because I didn't learn this lesson or it's because the universe is, it's because the, the wheel keeps spinning. You know, you're alive, the wheel will keep spinning. So obviously, you know, I'm telling this to him, just like I'm talking about this on this podcast, most importantly, so that I hear it, you know, because I constantly have to be reminded of that myself. But the wheel keeps spinning. There's no, and now I figured this out. There's not going to be any problems anymore. When there's no problems anymore, I think the deal is done. Probably not of this world anymore.